How can this show be so bad, Mr. McMahon? I know you're still writing this crap. I know you ain't retiring. I know you ain't fishing because this is the same lousy show. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it from Vic Venn. Oh, wow. I'll hiss it, my man. <laughs> yeah. Bro, listen, sports Kedia Nation. Look, look at look at me. Look at Uncle Vince. Let me get sent so so Raju doesn't get mad at me. Sports Kita Nation. Uh, I am here for one reason and one reason only. To smarten you up do not be like these dirt sheet writers and marks who actually believe and here's why they believe it chris they want to believe it they want to believe triple h is in charge of the creative they want to believe it Mm -hmm. guys i'm here to educate you he is not in charge of creative Everything is going through Vince McMahon, wherever he's hiding out, whether it's Stanford or Boca Raton. This is the same exact show. Uh, we'll, we'll go through it. There are a couple subtle differences, and I will explain to you why. But please do not get caught up in the Triple H is writing this show. It's such a better show now because, bro, quite frankly, you will look like a moron. Because the same guy is writing this show. Nothing has changed. Bro, there were three things to this show that that, that were different. I'll tell you what they were, Chris, off the bat. And then we can go through it segment by segment if you like. Okay? They, they righted two horrible wrongs. And those two horrible wrongs, Chris, which we, we've been saying all along is Edge is a heel and Becky Lynch is a heel. Okay, bro, which was ridiculous from day one. So they made those corrections, okay? The other positive thing they did was they gave you a little something at the end with Edge accidentally spearing uh, Dominic. But the fact of the matter is, bro, they really can't go anywhere with that because I would I would think, Chris, sometime between tonight and next Monday that Ray and Dominic are going to see the videotape and they're going to watch the show back and know that. So they really can't go anywhere with it, but they tried. They, they tried to give you something a little different at the end. They tried to give you a little bit of a uh, thread with the Bailey story and her and her group attacking everybody. Mm-hmm. But again, bro, this was all wrestling. It, 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 and, and bro, I think I was reading something earlier today, Chris. I think they cut back on some commercial breaks. All that meant was that the first, the, the first hour was the uh, first hour. There, there was all that meant was that the matches were longer. Yeah. The, 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 there's nothing different about this show. And guys, listen, if I really believed Chris that Triple H was in charge creatively, I would say he's not going to change this show overnight. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a while, bro. It took us like at least three months in WCW to get where we wanted to go. And then of course they pull the rug out from under me, 
That's what I would be saying. Give them three months. But guys, I'm telling you, everything is being filtered through Vince McMahon. Everything. Don't don't get caught up on this is a different show uh, simply because you want it to be, Chris. That's a good assessment. Uh, We'll get into it. Uh, There was a couple of positives I saw. There's a couple of uh, tweaks that I saw that was definitely different than what I saw every week. And I, and I'll, and I'll talk about those as we cool. get to segment by segment. Cool. But speaking of segment, ladies and gentlemen, this was a wonderful, wonderful, interesting action packed weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, we had SummerSlam. We had woo, Ric Flair's last match, big man. And 73 years old. He had to bleed, of course, of course, of course he had to bleed. Comes out with his sleeveless purple shirt on. He uh, he was just totally gassed by the, end of this, by the end of the match. He could barely put in the figure four on Jarrett. He couldn't even, you know, technically there's, there's room for another match because both Jarrett and Flair had their uh, shoulders on the mat and the referee was counting for Jared or flair. He couldn't even lift up. He, he couldn't, he couldn't even lift his shoulders off the mat. So I don't even know what the, I don't even know what the, uh, the pin was and the pin was, uh, for, I, I guess. So, yeah, what do you think about this? Vince? Well, Chris going in, I, I gotta be honest with you going in. I did not think this was going to be the last match. And and I got to be honest with you, man, that's, if it's not, that's really unfortunate. Just the fact that Taker came out for this and Brett came out for this and Mick came out for this. It's like, bro, if this isn't the last match and and I, 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 I have to be honest with you, bro, going in, I did not feel like this was the last match. I mean, bro, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they sold it out. They had a great crowd there. They yeah, sold sure 5,000 tickets. Mm-hmm. In, in their minds, you know, again, bro, we, we saw the angle leading up to this with them attacking Flair and everything. In their minds, why couldn't they create another angle and just do it one more time? It's yeah. a Bro, at the end of the day, it's a payday. You, you got to understand uh, the mentality, guys, and the psychology with wrestlers. At the end of the day, it's a payday. That's what it is. Yeah, but is the payday worth look seeing what we saw? Like uh, as far as just what Ric Flair looked like at the end, at the, even during it wasn't even at the end. He was just he was just staggering in the beginning. He just wasn't in it, man. And it's just it, it seemed like he was really it seemed like he was nervous. And you know, I was looked at the TMZ interview. He was talking about how. You know, he he doesn't, he always feels, uh, he always has to get, you know, liquored up basically before matches and things like that. And uh, he said he doesn't do well without drinking. And, you know, it definitely felt like that. And it's just, I don't know, man. I just wasn't, I just wasn't a big fan of what I saw. And, you know, it doesn't take away that Ric Flair is the greatest of all time as far as in-ring work. That's, this match doesn't trump that. But at the same time, people, you know, I'm I'm saying I'm saying this from a psychological as a psychology doctor, people suffer from recency bias. 
And a lot of times people who don't realize how amazing Ric Flair is in the ring, they see this match and they're like, like this is what Ric Flair was. And they don't look at this stuff from the 80s or the 70s or the 90s. You know, Chris, it's funny. And you and I, bro, like li- literally, we we could have a whole, we could do a whole show on just the psychological aspect. Mm-hmm. I am telling you, Chris, because I've been in it. There literally are people in the business that would die for the business. Yeah. And not only would they die for the business, Chris, they would take great honor in dying for the business. And I, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. Quite frankly, I think those people are imbeciles mm-hmm. and, and I'm, I'm not, I, you know, I, I think, you know, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not calling Ric Flair an imbecile, but the, the thinking, I think it would be an honor for Ric Flair to die in a wrestling ring. And, and listen, I don't just want to pick on Ric Flair, bro. I am now looking at triple H and Bruce Pritchard who both had very, 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 very serious heart issues. Pritchard had two heart attacks. Listening to Hunter's own words, he w- it was between life and death. Mm-hmm. And those guys are in the most stressful situations right now they could possibly be in. And, and 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 I'm sitting here in beautiful Colorado, sitting in the basement of my home in my little my office here, and I'm looking at them rationally, Chris. And I'm like, "Are you nuts?" First of all, both of them have enough money ten times over to yeah. live the rest of their life. It's yeah. not a money thing. Take money out of the equation. They're both loaded. They've been doing this for a very long time. But when when you have a heart condition and you are you are putting yourself smack in the middle of the fire, bro, I'm I'm sorry, Chris, you've got a death wish that that's the last place you should be. You've got a death wish, bro. That's true. That's true. That that is uh, Dr. Chris approved. That's a Dr. Chris approved statement right there. Just just from. Just from a professional standpoint, you're right, man, because, you know, that stress can absolutely uh, uh, lead and exacerbate heart conditions. And, you know, it, uh, stress actually heightens blood pressure. So, you know, it's that the level of stress and having to deal with a, a three hour show and having to book it and having to see if it goes, you know, and being head of creative and Pritchard being, you know, over talent and things like that. All those things are just grueling positions that doesn't really, it definitely doesn't make someone more calmer. <laughs> it makes it Bro, makes someone travel, much more travel, yep, travel, sleeping yep. in a hotel room, not eating right. Yep, we yep. can go on. Bro, listen, my dad is 91 years old. And I could tell you without a shadow of a doubt, my dad looks 100 times better than Vince McMahon. Mm. That's what that is, bro. That's what you're oh, yeah. seeing. Yeah, that yeah, is what you're seeing, yeah. guys. And and man, I, I think of Hunter. I think him and Stephanie have three girls. I think I, I know Bruce has a beautiful family. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what, what, what what are you people doing? What what mm-hmm. are you doing? Rick Flair at, at at his age could pass along so much knowledge. And mm-hmm. what what are we doing here? What are we doing, guys? Yeah. 
That's true. WWE brought him back as a manager during the pandemic, and it, it was just really odd. He was yeah, that was, that was yeah. that was bad creative. He was with Orton, and then he got punted, and just that was. Really and then odd. he did something with the girls too, right? Yeah, which was yeah. very Kabuki ish. Yeah, just really weird, man. Just yeah. really weird. Um, so we'll we'll see we'll we'll see with this uh, this this flare is it. Is it uh is it back? Is it is it really the last match for the nature boy? I surely hope so. Please, please, Flair. Listen, Ric Flair, you are the greatest wrestler of all time. You are it. You are the the creme de la creme when it comes to in-ring work, when it comes to characters, when it comes to popularity in pro wrestling. Please do not allow us to see what we saw on Sunday more than what we saw on sunday because sunday enough was brutal so but thank you thank you for your story career and uh man don't don't let us see that again please so so uh before we get to the segment by segment uh your thoughts on roman reigns uh defeating brock i think Let's- that's great i think that's great i, bro. I, I think yeah. that's great i i think i think uh Bro, this was always my philosophy in wrestling. You don't take a belt off of somebody until somebody comes along that you believe could beat them. Yeah. That that's when you take the belt off of them. I mean, it's that's I don't care how long it is. That's when you take the belt off of them. I just I just wonder, bro, and I know you've spoken about this a couple of times, Chris, but you know, with the next a challenge being in Wales in the whole in the hometown. I, I'm telling you, bro, he shouldn't win. He he shouldn't lose that one either. Really? He shouldn't lose that one either. I am so that is not going to make Drew McIntyre, bro. That that is not going to make Drew McIntyre by beating uh, um, Reigns because of what they've already done with Drew McIntyre, which is not Drew McIntyre's fault. True. If up until this point Drew McIntyre was undefeated, that's a different story, bro. But we've yeah. seen Drew McIntyre lose plenty of matches. Keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. That would be my advice. I I, I hear you, man, but uh, I'm I'm still I'm sticking with Drew winning in uh, in Cardiff because. I, I just think, you know, I, and I don't, I don't mind Reigns having the belt for over seven hundred days because to me that is, it's, that is something that is unprecedented in this generation, without a doubt. I mean, Hogan back in the eighties did it; he had it for four years. I think it was from eighty four to eighty eight, if I'm not mistaken. And so, like that's the last time someone had a lengthy reign. You know, Brock Lesnar had the Universal Championship for 500, like 503 days or something like that. So about a year and a half. But but like when you think of like long reigns, having it for 700 days, that to me, I love it. I love everything about that. I I agree with you. Yeah, because because the thing is with all this 50 50 with all these this these hot shot reigns with hot shot title reigns with reigns not really title reigns not really building people or just going from person to person so much nowadays to have this old school lengthy reign really uh, uh puts someone to the next level and, I agree. and and there's been so long that no one has had that feel of that they're bigger than the business 
And I, I just, I like everything. I appreciate everything about Roman Reigns. I think that the WWE, I think, you know, we, we, we bang on WWE for so long for so many things, but to me, they got it right with Roman Reigns because I think that they're doing a really, really good job making yeah. him feel bigger than the only thing business. they have wrong, bro. Here's, here's what they've got wrong. And this is on uh, the events, uh, the puppet master from Boca. Um, they were so good back in the day for, with, with Bruno to Backland to uh, Hogan. Hogan yeah. They were so good about not only did those guys have long, long reigns, but they were so good about building every single opponent yep. where you thought every month, this is it. Yep. Stud's going to beat them. Yep. Bundy's going to beat them. Steel's going to beat them. You know, they were mm -hmm. so, so, so good with that, bro. I remember yeah. it so vividly. You had to watch the match because, bro, this is the night Bruno's going to drop it, man. There's no way Bruno can beat, you know, Koloff or whoever it was. Oh, my God, have they lost that, bro. See, here's the thing, Vince. What's the common thread of what the people that you, the people that you just said? They were built. They were built. They were built, and they were all baby faces. Yes. So yes. the the heels were strong well, the heel, enough. The heels were built. The heels yeah, were built. Yes, absolutely. exactly. Both the, the heels and the baby faces were built. Yeah, yeah. Right. So all three of those people that you said are were baby faces. Bruno, Backlund, Hogan. Yep. All three of them were baby faces, and they had they had heels. You know, Billy Graham. Oh, you know, Sheik. Know. You know yep. what I mean? Like uh, Andre, of course. Yep. Yep. You know, especially with Hogan, I mean, he had Andre, he had Earthquake, he had Bundy. You know, he had he had the the list of people: DiBiase, Savage, uh, and so he had the list of people. Same thing with Bruno, you know, that and Backlund that could make them continue to look better and bigger and better yep. and bigger. And then they they the bigger they look, the more people got scared that they'll be dethroned by that that menacing baby i mean that 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 heel that seems like this may be the one and with this booking that we see with roman it doesn't really have that feel because nobody's the heels, in his league nobody's it, in his league in the same league exactly nobody's in his exactly league right. chris okay, oh, oh, theory's in his league no come on man <laughs> nobody's in his league and bro not only that but back in the day they made you feel like the heels going in were the favorites. Like yep. Don Morocco's going to beat Bob Backlund. Be Don Morocco should beat Bob Backlund. Who should beat Roman Reigns today, bro? Like literally name one person that should beat him. See, the only reason why I say, and I, I agree with you as far as Drew. Drew's my, you know, he's Drew and Lassie and my two favorite baby faces right now in the WWE that do I, that I think they should do something with. The only reason why I say Drew, and, I, and the reason I say Drew is that because it's a feel-good moment. We haven't had feel-good moments. You know, I'm a sucker for feel-good moments if it means something, if it will transcend generations. And I think that, like I said before, it's been 30 years that you've actually had footage from the UK of that feel-good moment when, when Bulldog beat Brett. And so if Drew beats Roman, you'll have that feel-good UK stadium moment. Uh, but I agree with you, though. I, I, I'm not – even with Triple H at the helm, I'm not confident enough that dethroning Reigns 
will cause Drew to have that big, you know, because he yeah. is getting momentum on SmackDown. Yeah. Well, but it's you just know, and, not and, in Ren's league. Though, yeah, and Chris, I'll be honest with you. I haven't watched SmackDown in a long time, but I, I, I saw Drew's entire run on Raw, and, and they booked him horribly. That, yeah. That's not Drew's fault. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about Drew isn't worthy. Drew's yeah. got the look. Drew's got the personality. He's got it all. Mm-hmm. They booked him horribly, bro. That That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, he's getting more momentum on SmackDown. Um, it just—it was really bad on Raw. It was a stretch. It just didn't feel right. He was actually getting split cheers. I mean, still split doing cheers and sword gimmick on SmackDown. He still brings his sword yeah, gimmick. So we, 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 just, we got we got we got yeah, we got uh, that stuff, bro. We got I agree. I agree, on, man. man. I'm just—I'm not a fan of it. It, it just. It just feels too gimmicky. It feels too carny to me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm just not a big fan of that. I think Drew doesn't need a sword. I think just that menacing, you know, bad apple type of feel that we saw from Drew right before he, like when he eliminated Brock Lesnar from the Royal yeah. Rumble, yes. that was that was the that, best Drew yes. that we saw in the 1, WWE, 000%. hands down. Yeah, one thousand percent. And if they would have continued to go down that path, they yeah. would have had a monster today. I tell you what. I tell you what. The uh, the breaking point was the pivotal moment was when he lost to Roman at Survivor Series cleanly, because uh, in in twenty, I believe it was, because they did the pandemic. He won the title, and they have this weird, stupid, awkward bragging rights two type of feel when it comes to. Survivor Series, when they do the inner brands, like just the champions of the brands fight against each other, there's no stakes, there's no yeah. bill, there's no story, and nothing means nothing. The yeah. way that they build Survivor Series nowadays for the past few years is absolutely atrocious, and it does nothing to help anybody. And I think when they did the whole Drew Roman thing, and then Roman just beats and chokes Drew out. To me, that was the beginning of the end of his momentum. I mean, it just it just went downhill from there. They tried to build him back up with Goldberg. They tried to build him back up, yep. but it just that's didn't. How do I it. feel exactly. Yeah, that's exactly but, how yeah. I feel. Yep. Well, uh, let's get to Raw. Um, we start off with Becky Lynch cutting her babyface promo, uh, and Bianca Belair comes out. The two embrace, and then oh, we got to point out though, Chris. I love this because uh, again, again, bro. We listen somebody's watching this show either either somebody's watching this show or they think the same way i did because when she comes out she cuts the promo and she says uh i remembered who the you know hell i am and then she said it's not about the fancy clothes how many weeks did we sit here and say what what do we what what how did this happen how now she is coming clean basically saying what was I doing? I I was the man. I got over because I got my nose busted all over my yeah. face. And then yeah. I started caught. I mean, she's saying that in this promo. I was so thinking about I, that too. Yeah, bro. So b- between this and Edge, I think this was a way to um, repair two very uh, – clear as day wrongs mm-hmm. in Vince's absence and almost make it look like, oh yeah, bro, he's really not in control anymore. Yeah. No, bro. The, the Both of these characters were failing miserably. They had no choice but to do this. Yeah. And I give him credit for doing it, Chris. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was like, you know what? They 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 must be watching uh the Legion of Raw, ladies and gentlemen, because we we talk about that quite a bit when it comes to Becky Lynch's uh attire. So yep. very interesting. Awesome sauce with the two dollar super chat, bro. Here's another thing I want to say, bro. And, and again, again, here's a same problem. Okay, so Bianca Belair comes out, there's the big hug. Here comes Bailey and her crew. Chris, I don't watch SmackDown. I don't know who the crew is. I've never seen these two women in my life. They don't look like much. But again, we've seen this a million times before where we're supposed to assume the audience knows who these two people are, and they don't. Yeah, and I, I didn't I didn't like this. Um <clears throat> awesome sauce thinks Ric Flair needs a nap. Let's uh let's not know. Let's his, uh, <laughs> I, I need it. What about me, awesome sauce? I'll take a nap, bro. I'll take a nap for <laughs> me and Ric Flair, bro. Yeah, right. yes. <laughs> Amen. I've had a uh 15-hour day, 14 and a half hour day uh so far. I've got about another hour or so. Uh marathon day for me, man. So I need a nap for sure. Man. Yeah, I straight through. That, so yes. Yeah, so I agree with you, Awesome Sauce. Uh, not only Rick needs a nap, but Vince and yours truly needs a nap as well. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, man. I so so with this with this Lynch and uh, uh, Becky thing, uh, it does it, it definitely seems like you know Becky's taking the back burner, and then they for further no you know further do the whole injury deal. But I agree with you though. I I think that. <sighs> I know the Triple H wants to bring, you know, uh, 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 type of a showcase to EO Shirai or EO Sky now and uh, Dakota Kai. But again, I say this all the time a third of WWE fans watch NXT. So you need to build who they are because two thirds don't know who they are. And Chris, on top of that, again, you know, it, whether it's Vince or Triple H, I don't care. This is not the right time to do it. How long has Bailey been out? How long, bro? What a year and a half. You've got to establish, reestablish Bailey yeah. first yeah. because you bringing these three, two women I don't know, and Bailey in at the same time. Bro, you got to put the spotlight back on yeah. Bailey. You've got to rebuild Bailey. You've got to establish Bailey. And then you bring it to, to do it off the bat. Yeah. You're watering down Bailey. Bro, bro, it would have been the equivalent of, uh, you know, uh, you know, back in the day, Trish Stratus being hurt and being out for a year and a half. And they return Trish Stratus with two other women. Mm-hmm. No, bro, that that's not how you write this, bro. That's that's a mistake, bro. Yeah. That is is a mistake. Yeah, and I think it's just important to develop who they are. I mean, I you know, EO's fantastic in the ring. I'm a big fan of EO Shirai's in ring work. Dakota Kai is cool. Um, I think Dakota, you know, for what I heard, you know, she didn't want to renew her uh, contract, so she got let go. You know, she was in NXT for years. And, uh, you know, even Raquel Gonzalez or Raquel Rodriguez is her name now. You know, she came in, was protecting 
you know, uh, she came in as a protector and she was with Kai for a while. And then she got called up and Kai still stayed and she was still kind of, you know, in the weeds of the new NXT brand. It was just kind of, eh, you know, and so it makes sense of why Kai was like, look, I, I went out of this contract if you're not going to put me to the main roster. You know, and so it definitely seems like a Triple H move here, bringing those two up. EO, you know, there was rumors that she didn't want to, you know, renew her contract either because there wasn't really a, a promised uh, main roster call up. So I get it. But at the same time, you again, you can't just throw them on a show yep. and say, OK, well, here you go. Like, why? Why is there a faction? Why do we need to know about Io Shirai? Why was it Io Shirai? Why was it Dakota Kai? Out of all the females in NXT, why are these the two people that want to align with Bailey? And why do want they want to allow? And on top, we didn't of, know all of those nuances. Yeah. And Chris, on top of that, you have other women on the roster that aren't even over yet. Can we get them right. over? True. Can we get Dewdrop over? Bro, no. Rhea Ripley is not over. So we've got we have women on the show who aren't over. And so what are we gonna do? We're gonna bring more women in. Bring more. <laughs> that, that's what I'm talking yeah. about, Chris. This is this is all wrong. There's no focus this this is tony khan bringing in a new wrestler every week yep. you got to focus on who are gonna be the players on this show yep. you got to focus man yeah yeah we give us give us the why behind the what man i always say that what's yeah, the why right. behind the what what's yeah. what is the why behind the what here why do i care that it's just that there's two females backing bailey why do i care why are you just attacking anyone now like why why do I care about this stuff? And don't don't leave me just scratching my head at the end of these segments because there's nothing that really led to this, you know. So I, I'm not a fan of it. Um, and then AJ Styles defeats uh, Mustafa Ali and the Miz. Um, I mean, I enjoyed the match. I mean, for what the match was worth, uh, the, the spot at the end with. Uh, Mustafa doing the the 450 and then gets caught in with AJ and and that's one of the things that I did like about this raw. I did like the fact that AJ felt bigger than he has been, you know, over the past few months and so I'll definitely, you know, tip my hat for AJ feeling bigger uh tonight. But also Chris, I do want to add, bro. Listen, man. <laughs> You can't have a crowd going absolutely nuts. And then when you get crowd shots, there's no emotion. <laughs> I, I mean, come on, guys. Like, they, 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 they had people going nuts. Yeah. And I'm looking at the crowd, and they're not responding. Especially, guys, you don't believe me. Go back and look at the last segment. Go back and look at the last segment. People have been sitting there for three hours. Uh, they got a tag team match that doesn't mean anything. Bro, you you, you would have thought this was Hogan versus Andre. Mm -hmm. And then when you actually look at the crowd, yeah. bro, they're not responding. Yeah, yeah. Just the crowd was flat. And for that to be Houston, it was kind of uh, surprising to me. Uh, the crowd was flat. A lot of, I mean, I probably because it's just, I've been to plenty of three hour rolls 
it's just an absolute drag. I mean, like, it's just the crowd, like the fact that you're not giving us riveting storylines throughout the show. You're not giving us different segments that are very intriguing. Um, one thing I did notice today, though, is that there was no 24-7 segment. I wonder if I wonder if Triple H is uh making that a thing. Like, no, there's wow, that'd be great. <laughs> and me also, at the hell. No, well, there's been no uh, there's been no Elias for a couple of weeks. I think he, I think Ezekiel came out last week or either. Was it last, yeah, week, last week, week? I didn't see the. Sh- well, was it last week? I didn't see. No, I, 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 I was here for last Monday's show. Yeah, he didn't count. He uh, didn't. He was not. He was not on last week's show. No, he didn't come last week. Yes, yeah, so I wonder. I wonder what's going on there. Did he lose against Seth Rollins a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, he lost to Seth yeah, Rollins. I think that was the last time we saw him. Yeah, on the 18th, he lost to Seth Rollins. Yeah, he didn't come. He he didn't. He didn't. What he a was, horrible drop storyline that was with with right. the brother and yeah. Um, so he was on main event. He lost to Omos, is what the chat's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just definitely a drop storyline. And again, it's like you brought you 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 wait all this time to bring. Elias back for this, just for this to you know to to basically dry out. Same with Dewdrop. Remember, remember we hadn't seen her in ages. Yep, brought brought her back. She's dressed in black now. Alexa Bliss. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like what? 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 What is she doing? Oh, there's your (laughs) there's your cue. Alexa Bliss, give me better uh, Rawls, please. Uh, Alexa, is it Alexa? You're right, Alexa. The uh, yes. uh, that's that's the echo. That's the that's the machine's name, right, Alexa? Yes. yes. Okay. T- tell Alexa to bring uh, <laughs> to, to bring Vic Venom back for some uh, better uh, Raw booking. So, uh, yeah. So Kevin Owens wasn't there either. I wonder is, if he's, I think he's heard of some. I Isn't don't know. I don't know, but bro, that, that, that's the thing, (laughs) bro. I cannot tell you how many times I worked with hurt wrestlers and it didn't matter. There's a million things they could do, but not wrestle. Exactly. They don't disappear. You, you keep them active. You keep them alive. Like they don't just go away and then reappear. Yep. Yep. I agree. Where was Veer at? No fear. I think that that's a drop. You just said, uh, what's his name? Uh, MVP's guy there. Uh, Omos. Where's Omos? Uh, I think he was on main event. I think he beats uh, Ezekiel, but he wasn't on Raw. Uh, I wonder if Triple H is looking at these, th- looking at certain Vince guys, and he's like, mm, nah. Because, th- I mean, you could tell that this was this had a lot of Triple H influence. Because like Champa goes from being a Ms. Minion to being number one contender for the U.S. Championship, so that that had Triple H rubbed all over it. But what do you think ultimately about Champa being in this type of uh, uh, you know position where he's beating two, you know, winning two tournaments? I don't know nothing matches. about him, Chris. I don't know anything about him. I just I don't know nothing about the guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think they need to do a better job with uh, with forming that up. I re- I really do. So uh, people are saying uh, there's no this guy, but um, hold on, let me let me make a call real quick. Uh, you there? Are, are you are you there? Come on, come on, come on up, come on up, come on up. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> toots. <laughs> yes. Yeah, toots. <laughs> toots. 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 Thank you for your appearance, Toots. Uh, we appreciate you coming out, man. So uh, there's been somebody else that's been in my I wonder if he's going to show up, man. He's uh, People open. were talking about, I got all, I literally got messages last week throughout social media, man. Like, man, there was a- Don't say to- nothing. Like, if he thinks like we're ignoring him and we're not talking about him, then he might show then up. Then he might show up, but yeah. Just yeah. Uh, I, I do want to say, bro, I did give him a credit. I was I wrote a little note here. They were attempting to uh, thread the Becky and Bailey and her crew. They were attempting to somehow thread this throughout the show. Yeah. You never see that. You never see that. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. I do like the threading. I do like the stakes. I do like the fact that there were stakes. I'm a big fan of stakes when it comes to shows. There's not a lot of stakes, like because because they'll just do random contenders matches and things like that, and just thrust people into title matches without them having to earn it. So you know, I I, I did like that. Um, I, I like the fact that they were getting Montez Ford some shine tonight. I don't like the fact that they had him lose. I'm like, why don't you just I agree. just I mean, what would it hurt if Seth Rollins lost a match against Montez Ford tonight? That would have a much bigger feel and a much bigger impact on tonight than just Seth Rollins beating Montez Ford. Yeah, no, I agree with you, bro. I mean, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think they, and again, if this is a Triple H thing, you know, do you think the fact that he put Montez in that spot was like, okay, this is, this is kind of your opportunity to shine? Well, bro, if, 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 if that is the reason, and you know we 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 see the two new girls coming out with ba- Bailey, bro. They're booking for the fans they already have. Yes, because bro, the fans, the the the, the hardcores and the marks are gonna go nuts. I bro, as soon as I saw Rollins and Montez Ford, I'm like, okay, bro, this is 15 minutes, yeah. and the marks are gonna go crazy over yeah. this, yeah. and the, the 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 casual fans are not gonna give a crap. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yes, I agree with you, Chris. But again. When you're going after that mass audience, that's for all the wrong reasons, bro. Yeah, yeah. I just don't. I mean, because this is what going to. This is eventually building up. This is making Seth look good to lose to Riddle eventually. It seems like that's where they're going with it. I guess. Yeah, yeah. And what's up with the street? Like, if this is the Triple H era, it would seem like he would have the street profits at least like get out of this slump. Like they lost against the Usos three times this year. I think it was. And then Montez loses the match. They do 50, 50 with the Usos throughout the weeks. How is this building up the street profits? Chris, I listen, bring, bring up toots for a second. I need some inspiration. Let let me just say him. Toots. You there? Me toots. Okay, get him out of there. All right, Chris, I got to explain something to our, our sports key to nation. Uh, see you, Toots. See you, I say bye to him, man. I say bye. bye, Toots. I love you, Toots. Uh, Chris, I got to explain something. Chris, I wrote this show. You did. That people are watching. Okay? Chris, 
it was a full-time job. Mm-hmm. Jim Ross, as head of talent relations, was a full-time job. You cannot be writing this show when you're wearing 10 other hats. This is a full... Bro, it is bad enough that as a writer, you, you've got to write two shows a week. That That's bad enough. But... To also have five other jobs, bro, you're, you're never going to get the full capacity of what this show could be when your duties are split 10 different ways. Yep. There is no way, no way in hell, bro. Yep. And, that, that, and that's what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you think all of a sudden we're going to see this dramatic change, you're not, bro. You're not. Yeah, I agree. I, I definitely, you know, I'm I'm willing. Uh, I, you know, Roman wasn't built overnight. You know, what I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm with you, yeah. bro. I'm yeah. with you. But this is a full time job. It is. It this is, is. a full time job, bro. This ain't a part time job. Yeah, I agree, and I and I'm hoping that. You know, with Triple H at the helm, if he does have that, you know, that that stroke that he does, and when it comes to creative, uh, I really hope that they're basically flushing out, you know, all the the the, the tar, you know, what I mean, and having a nice stream, having a nice flow going, you know, within between now and the end of the year, I'm cool with that. I mean, that's that's three to four months, you know, give us some time, and I I would. Triple H would be all right with me if he gets rid of the stupid inter-brand champions theme when it comes to Survivor Series. See, I think what would be ideal for me, what I think would be cool for me, they were actually, I heard that they were talking about bringing um, two other people before E.L. Shirai and... um, Dakota Kai, they were thinking about Kaylee Ray. She's from NXT too. She came actually from NXT UK and Raquel Gonzalez to be in Belly Stable. Now, I like Raquel as a face, but I wouldn't be opposed to that, you know. Um, and they have five because what I would what I would be interested in is that there's some talks that uh, you know uh, Sasha and Naomi agreed, you know, to come back. So I think, you know, a Survivor Series style, you know, format that's three months from now, about three and a half months from now. I think what you do is, you know, eventually bring back Sasha and Naomi and you have that, you know, that 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 big type of feel, that big pop that comes from that. You have the five on five traditional Survivor Series match. And there you go. I think that's what you do as far as bringing that 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 feel good moment back. So it would be interesting to see what they do with that. Uh, next we have uh, Bliss and Oscar being attacked by the uh, the Bailey buddies again. I mean, it's no rhyme and reason. We're, we're we're not here because it's not about Bianca. It's not about Becky. You'll see what it's about. They attack the two, and and Houston was flat in this match, man. Why do why do you think they were flat in uh, in Oscar versus Alexa? Because both of them aren't really being built very well. Yeah, I mean, there's no steam behind either one of these two, bro. Yeah, you yeah. know, nothing. Yeah. What do you think uh, the rhyme or reason was for them to attack 
these two just to get out of the match uh just so you wouldn't have to beat either one of them yeah yeah they end up coming back at the uh uh, bel air and sky we'll get to that um champa defeats ziggler and gable then we get an edge entering promo (laughs) i thought this was so funny it's like for for months he talked he just totally uh just roasted the crowd and talked about how terrible they are and then all of a sudden he was like you know so you can't do that bro there's i'm your bffs again i'm back you and know now we both get what we want bro, yeah you, you can't do that bro you've got to somehow bro again i'm gonna go back to the writing if you're gonna bring him back as a baby face you gotta somehow some way figure out how to connect the dots. Mm-hmm. I can't hate you last week and love you this week yeah. because anybody home with a brain is going to be, well, what are you cutting promos on my hometown? Yeah. Like, yeah. Bro, you, you can't do that, bro. That's it's, it's embarrassing. Business as usual, back to the radar superstar. Yeah. He's, he's a, he's pro fans because the judgment day beat him up. And he got kicked out. So now he's pro fans. Like what again, connect the dots. Why do you like the fans all of a sudden? Just because Justin Day kicked you out of their group. Why How did does you that change? Why did you not like them to begin with? Yeah, exactly. What what made you not like them to begin with? And now why do you like them again? Because you got kicked out. So yeah, it just gotta connect the dots. Make it make sense. That's, man, you got to. Uh Bianca Belair, uh EO Sky leads to um Another jump. So they jumped, they jumped during the Bliss and Oscar, and then they came back again with interference between uh, the the Bailey buddies again. Lots of lots of them shown tonight on uh, on this show. What do you think, bro? I don't listen, man. To me, when it's gang warfare. That gang needs to be NWO. Mm. It, it needs to be like a group of people that can kill you. Yeah. That's who it needs to be. Bro, these girls are tiny. Mm. <laughs> like they're like, who, who, who are they gonna beat up? Like they're, they're <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, bro, but when when it's a group and a faction, they need to kill people. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when the when the riot squad would do that a lot, and it was live um uh same, same Sarah thing. Logan it's and same uh, Riot. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's just like same these thing, these rebels are coming out and they're just trying to make a name and they're just gonna start attacking everybody. And just the riot squad didn't have uh, a long shelf life, and I don't see how the Bailey no. squad is either. So I agree. I agree. Uh Ciampa defeats AJ Styles and uh yeah, I mean, he's the number one contender for the I USA. just don't like, bro. Like, again, I talk about this a million times. How, how is Miz allowed out there to just screw around with AJ? I mean, come on, bro. You you, you got to give the referees some authority, yeah. bro. Yeah. Come on. And, and, bro, that just all comes in being creative. Yeah. You got to be creative, bro, because what what referee is going to allow this guy out there to, to for it to be a handicap match? Especially if, you know, it's old school, man. Triple H is old school. He, 
He said, "No, you need your manager's license, man. Yes. You know, you know. Yeah. I remember they bat. They used that should be a thing, man. No, you're not going out okay. there. Oh, yes, I am. I've got my manager's license. Give me, give me something, bro. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Uso defeats Usos defeats the Mysterios. Um, you know, long match, but I mean, just this this basically was what closed the show as far as the the match." I was like, okay, if this is the beginning of the Triple H regime when it comes to creative, main eventing Raw with the Mysterios versus the Usos and the Usos winning yet another match. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I get how they try to create a cliffhanger at the end. And oh. I think I think it's okay, but you haven't really built them enough for me to really care, to be honest. Chris, they got to get back to marrying that first segment with the last segment. That that's where you're real, bro. If, if if this were me and I'm Triple H, I'm starting this show with before the- before you before you say any before you go into that. I Dude, think it's time for Joey, man. <laughs> yeah. Time out. Time out. Time out, Joey. Time out. Oh, we haven't seen him in a while. Bro, here's the simplest thing they could do. If this is really, honestly, truly Triple H, this is the simplest, most fundamental thing they need to begin with. Same story, beginning, middle, and end. Mm -hmm. Start there, bro. How are we opening this? What's the main event that ties in? What's happening right in the middle of the show to up the uh, up the up the stock? Then once we've got those three bot blocks in place, now how are we going to chain this and weave this throughout the show? The, start there, bro. They got to get back to segment one being paid off at the end of the show. They've sure. got to get back to that formula, bro. Yep. Yep, yep. Got to tie those loose ends. Got to make it make sense throughout the and weave it throughout the show. You know. Yep, yep, yep. I, I agree. Yep. Well, Vince, uh, talking about weaving throughout the show, uh, we, we we talked about uh, how you have just amazing, um, just pythons in the beginning, and now we're gonna we're gonna do it at the end as well. Well, uh, hold on before we uh, get to that. Okay. Uh, we talked about Flair coming back for one more. Yes, indeed. Uh, is there anyone? Is there anyone out there that could drag him out? For I, I'm just asking, bro. I'm just throwing it out there. Is there anyone out there that could bring Flair back for one more? Oh no, this is what I was afraid of. Of course there is. As a matter of fact, you might not remember, but behind and underneath this hood, underneath the mask, it was indeed Ric Flair. So ladies and gentlemen, if Ric Flair comes back in one more match, it's going to be as the black scorpion <laughs> wow bro they got it here first that's a that's an exclusive bro wow 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 <laughs> that's wow, why he's wow. been gone for a few weeks bro you know what was very telling to me um did did, did, did you watch the flare gimmick in its entirety 
Uh, I watched the I watched the roast. I watched the all the papers. I gotta ask you a question, bro. Yeah. I did not read anywhere that David was present. Was he? Um not that I know of. That's I know Charlotte that, that, backstage. That's interesting to me. That's interesting hmm. to me, you yeah. know. Uh you know what you know what was interesting to me that Steamboat wasn't a part of it at all. Like, you know, they did a bunch of uh like just cameo, you yeah. know, uh shout outs. Sting did one, Cody did one, Ziggler did one, JR did one. I'm sure I'm missing uh, some people. I think uh I think Cottle, I think Bob Cottle was there too. Who's that? Um uh Bob Cottle, the announcer for NWA back oh, in the day. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was uh there was a lot of people there that was pretty cool, but no, no, no steamboat, man. One of his yeah. one of his greatest uh arrivals of all time, man. Yeah. Um all did, right. Did Sting have a cameo? Yeah, yeah, a cameo, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Uh Rollin with the 999 super chat. Yeah. Bro. I'm not a fan of linking an old face with two new faces, Bailey. With these two girls, yeah, that's a great point. Rollin knows what he's talking about. He does. He knows. You're dead on, bro. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you, bro. Edge and Bailey are two seasoned and established to now start brand new. Bro, let let me tell Rollin a little story, and bro, Road Dog will back this up. Um, When DX was hot, and it was Sean, uh, China, and Triple H, Vince. (laughs) wanted to marry the new age outlaws with them do you know what sean triple h said what's that you ain't marrying anybody over with us let's see them get over Mm -hmm. first Mm -hmm. they've got to get over if you want to put them with us yeah well rollin you are dead on 1000 and road dog will back me up on the show they 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 had to get themselves over first before they became a part of DX. Yep. Yes, indeed. Great point. Indeed, Rollin. Rollin makes uh makes the good points, man. He's uh he does that. Speaking of making good points, let him know about the brand mommy. Yes, channelattitude.com. And also I want to plug this week uh patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC because disco is coming back home to Ooh. the roost. Uh, Disco has not been uh, with us since January. He's making a comeback. Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. Nice. Disco fever. Very nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, um, <laughs> did you work with Disco when you were in WCW? Oh, yeah. What was he, what was he doing that time? Was he like the, uh, I know he had NWO wannabe? He had his disco duck. <laughs> was it the disco duck era? <laughs> yeah, it was the disco duck era. Yes, yes. Oh man, because he he's he's done a lot, man. He I know I remember he didn't want to um, he didn't want to put Jack one over, and uh, they had some issues with that, and then he came back and put Jack one over, um, yeah. and then yeah. he wanted to be in the NWO, and then he ended up being with. Uh, the boogie nights with uh yeah. alex wright did you have anything to do with that or was that a little bit before your time yes <laughs> yeah baby come on yes <laughs> uh, 
Yes. Oh, I'm pumped for that. That was great. That was yes. great. <laughs> That's a little taste of disco, bro. Play that one more time. Play that one more time. Yeah, he's so cocky. He's so cool. cool. He's just a disco, disco dancing fool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you want to hear something funny, Chris? Listen, listen to this for a second. Glenn swears that Jimmy Hart is singing this. No, no. Yeah, he's great. yeah. He swears this is Jimmy Hart. No way. That is not Jimmy Hart. Great, great theme songs back yes, then. Yes, uh -huh. yes. I love, I'm a sucker for good theme songs. Man. I am too, man. I am too, yeah. That was great, man. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy right here is Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris. Man, we've got a we had appearances by Toots, Joey, and a Black Scorpions wow, tonight, and man. Disco Inferno theme song, and Disco loaded. theme song. Man, it we was had loaded, bro. Show. Yes, all star show. See, we had we had SummerSlam, we had Ric Flair's best match, and yep. we had the Legion of Raw All Stars tonight. Yes. And I think that that's from SummerSlam and Flair's last match. Loaded. If you want to be honest, but maybe. Maybe I'm just being biased. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy is Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris. This is the Legion of Raw. Solo!